Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for Riding Through the Ages Current Common. My name is Eric. I'm Eugene. And today we will be in episode third, episode 11, not 13, episode 11 of Common Rider Saber, chapter 11, Disturbed Thunder, Spreading Dark Clouds. It aired on November 22nd, 2020. It was written by Kenichi Hasagawa and directed by Sojuro Nakazawa. And so this is like a continuation mm-hmm. of, well, in continuation of Comrade Saber, as every other episode of Comrade Saber is. Right. Exactly. Uh, Last episode, they were crossing swords. This episode, somebody's disturbed about it. Yes. It, it's the well, <laughs> natural uh, the, progression. The, the, the big thing is that they just figured out, like, uh, who, the, yeah. bl- who, uh, the swordsman, is. the swordsman they thought was dead is alive and is not. Caliber, yeah. but is uh, you know, yeah. Who they thought is Caliber is not right. Caliber. They thought it was somebody Caliber killed, but now it's Caliber. Yeah, former yeah. blade, a former saber is new Caliber. Caliber killed old Caliber, who we thought killed Maybe. old saber, but is new Caliber. Or he faked the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was fighting himself. Yeah, he was fighting himself the whole time. Now, because he actually said that his debt, that uh, Kento's debt, betrayed them. Yeah, but there's and but then he's also this whole thing that he's always talking about, like you don't know the truth. Yeah, and it's always not clear cut. He said it's not clear cut. Yeah. So that means it could be that he he knows that he's betraying them, but it's not a betrayal in his mind. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like never quite sure. And also, like they just finished uh, Caliber's like upgraded form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this episode will be the reveal, the debut of Jakku Dragon, mm-hmm. or is it Jao Dragon? Jao, 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 Jao. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to listen to them pronounce it first. But <laughs> yeah, Jakku is his regular one. Yeah, on Jao is this new one. Because why not? Now, the one thing I, I really like about, um, well, there's a lot of things I really like about the show, but the, the one thing I like about Saber or Caliber's character right now is it's very typical of the villain to think they're the good guy. Yeah. With this whole sort of, it's like, you, you just don't understand the world. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm getting from it. Yeah. It's like, in his mind, he's not necessarily a bad guy. Yeah, there's, there's two types of villains I like. Mm-hmm. And that's the villain who thinks they're the good guy, and then... The villain that's just like an animal. Yeah, absolutely insane. They don't. They don't understand common. No, basically, it's an animal. Like yeah. they're just they're just hunting people for food or sustenance. Or oh, just okay, yeah, yeah. So it's like they they don't even understand civilization. It's yeah, not, it's not a thing. Or 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 like you know like a vampire. It's just like well, yeah. I need to eat people. So yeah, it's kind of just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like I, I'm not draining your blood to gain more power. I'm just I mean it's, it's it, yeah. yeah I mean that's how it is with the uh, the ghouls in Tokyo Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like they just eat people. Yeah, they're just eating people. They just have to. And like the uh, the nice ones in Tokyo Ghoul, they just ha- harvest uh, suicide victims. Yeah, they're looking for those people that kill themselves. So that way, they're like <laughs> secretly they're trying to sabotage every self help program, or yeah. you know, like there's a suicide hotline. They're like, okay, we got to take this place down. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> we we need these people uh, to die so yeah. that uh, we can live. I mean, they want to die anyways. Yeah, like, come on, don't do this. Uh, <laughs> somebody like they they're watching a new the news about somebody getting talked down from jumping from a bridge and they're like he would have been delicious sons of bitches <laughs> that was my food so yeah um so if they are going to talk more about caliber i hope buster is in this one i do too i mean we need some of that old that old blood to tell us what it was like before yeah um so this could be a moment for sophia to, to clue us in but i feel like um 
she might not necessarily because right now Daishinchi is filling the void of like Buster because he was yeah. around that in time too. Yeah, and so that and he's more out in the field because he's now full on uh, writer. So yeah. he's like out in the field more often. Because as far as I can tell, those are the only two old writers that are left, right? Yeah, because I mean, because everyone else is like a replacement for they. They might have been a child around that time. Yeah, but they wouldn't have been. And comrades. like Ren is younger than uh, Rintaro right. or Kento. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Sophia would know. Uh, know what, what what went on. Um, and then uh, Daishinshi and Buster were around, and then the others were just young, which makes me wonder. It's like, how old is Daishinshi? Yeah, because sometimes he's just as old. He seems just the same age as the rest of them. I feel like I feel like he was the Ren of the group. Yeah, like of the previous group. I feel like he might have been the youngest swordsman of the previous group, considering yeah, he's still a swordsman like, now. Because it's like fifteen years ago. Yeah. So that would make him like if he was like early thirties. Yeah, if he was like twenty, he'd be thirty-five now. Yeah, uh, because like uh, you know, like Kento and and Toma and them were like eight or nine, so they're like in their late twenties now. Yeah, mid to late twenties. Uh, which they they act like they are. They do. You know? Yeah. I mean, other than the idiosyncrasies of just being like swordsmen or um, yeah, a mystery writer, they they they. They have like a maturity level, like they're adults. Yeah, like they, you know, they're successful in their careers or whatever. Yeah, um, so like Toma is definitely living, I guess, comfortable. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 like an eccentric writer, but he's still an adult. Yeah, you know, he, yeah, has, he owns his own business. Yeah, he owns his own business, and he's a published author. They haven't told how good he is yet. Yeah, or how successful. I mean, if he's get if he's got a monthly thing going on, like every month he's doing a story. Like, yeah. and, and from what I can tell, it's not like it's a serialization. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like a new children's book every yeah. So month. He's well. I mean, he's and he's got his own, and it seems like Maze's only client. Or uh uh, uh yeah, his only yeah uh she, yeah May uh ed- May, editor uh, yes yeah, she what's the word I'm looking for here? He's, manager he's, he's he's May's only client yeah not the other way around yeah <laughs> um yeah it seems like that she's just his ed- her his editor or publisher or yeah like agent agent that's probably a better word than manager yeah I think agent because um, manager would usually imply like he's doing uh you know video like he's having a What's the word now? Why can't we speak? Where's the English language? We need you. Like that thing when you're like in front of people talking to them about uh, your book or what you're going to be oh, doing. Uh, public. Yeah, like a thing. Public relations. There we go. He's Thank doing, you. He's not doing like a, bu- a, publicity, a publicity tour or anything yeah, like publicity. that. publicity. He's not doing a publicity <sighs> that he's, he's busy fighting evil. Thank you, English. Thank you. <laughs> Successfully mugged another word. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But anybody who doesn't know, I believe English language mugs other languages. Oh, it's a fact. It's not even, it's not debatable. <laughs> yeah. It's like our numbers are Arabic. Because it, it's like, it's always like, oh, this language borrows from this. I'm like, nah. There's no, yeah. There's no, there's no borrowing. No. <laughs> English walks into dark alleys and mugs other languages. <laughs> yeah. You may or may not survive. And then when you come back, you're like, that's our word. You're like, no. It's like, it's I'm our word. I'm sorry. You don't understand. This is our word. Yeah. Possession. Nine tenths, bro. <laughs> yeah. Which is never the case. It's never the case. Whoever, do you know who came up with that? Thieves. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you talking about? This is mine. Clearly, I have the receipt. <laughs> Possession is nine tenths. Yeah, because you just punched me in the face and took it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Capture the flag, but real life. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, uh, I hope Kento just gets just thoroughly destroyed this episode, so that way next episode. I can start growing to like him. <laughs> you know, I, I want to get just rip the band aid off. Let's get it all out there. 
then the healing. You may begins. never know. He might become like he might become Caliber. You know, I would actually be okay with a complete and total heel turn. Like I want him to go either direction. That's all I know. Hit rock bottom, and then you're either going farther down, or well, like, you bounce back in, up. Uh, do what you got to do. In like one of the other shows, one of the like one of the main three writers like went hard down and then just like turned like right at the end. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a last second. Like you, you know, you have the moment to where you can plunge the sword into the dark portal or whatever, but you're not going to do it because you're evil. But then you do it anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's like finally, and then well, he no, dies. Like he, in one of the shows, he like went dark, like killed his brother and stuff. And at the end, turned out he didn't kill his brother. His brother survived. Whatever. But near the end, he tried to kill his brother, and the only reason he didn't was because his brother survived. Um, but near the end, he turned out to be a, a good guy. At the end, he like switched back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't mind if he goes full like joins the dark side. Like seriously, Caliber's like, come with me. I'll show you the truth. <laughs> I'll show you what happened to your dad. That's fine as long as I don't have to see him there spoiling the group's energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like let's make you either evil or let's have the fist fight in the water, like you were saying. Yeah, I mean that's probably how it's gonna. End. Yeah, it's gonna. Although he wins that fight ninety nine out of a hundred times, he's got the power of lightning, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's not messing around. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's not gonna work. You get no. you get you get fire, and fire can always be lightning and water. <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> uh yeah, that'll probably end with uh some sort of fist fight in in a river. Um, it's gonna be funny if that's really what happens. <laughs> like a fist fight. Anybody in, who's in like than... a cut, who's like watched a lot of common rider, like yeah, totally, that makes sense. <laughs> fist fight in the water. <laughs> Fist fight in a pool or something like that. No, it's usually in, it's it's you, like yeah, it's, it's like a river. It's like a river. It's a like bank. a rocky river where they just punch each other, and every time yeah. they punch, they fall back down. They get back up and they punch each other. <laughs> They're crying, and then one of them becomes evil. Uh, like one of them like does something to sacrifice. So it's like I will become evil so you don't become evil or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I will take the evil on. Um. <laughs> so yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of things happening in this episode. I'm. I like how, like, even though uh, they put a lot of things in the episode, past couple of episodes, they've had very good fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the same director as the last one, and it's not even the same writer. So we get to see. Hmm. That's kind of, I was kind of hoping they'd be able to tie up the plot threads before switching writers. Well, no, that's like, that. I mean. Like the, the, the immediate ones, not necessarily like the overall plot, but yeah. like inner t- turmoil for uh kento here i feel like could have been wrapped up before we switch writers yeah but then they're like no this guy's really good for fight choreography and for overall well the thing combat is the story. guy who is writing this episode now i think he's written more episodes than the previous guy wrote okay this is what he was doing while the guy was figuring out um i think so I, it's actually there's quite a few different writers in this i was like just looking at the different uh episodes there's quite a few writers in in saber comparatively it's like an American show. It's like oh, where there's like a group of twelve writers sitting around. It's, writers, yeah. not writers. <laughs> writers, writers. Um, and and every single show has one out of the twelve people that wrote scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> so the first two were written by the same person. Second two written by the same person. Third two written by. The same, it looks like it's sets of two. So um. It looks like it's uh, sets of two episodes that are being written in sets of two. And this guy who's writing this one is the only one who's written two uh, two previous episodes. Hmm. It was like a different writer for each two episodes. Um, so maybe there's five writers doing maybe. two each? Uh, this is the same guy who wrote um, uh, the Avalon episode. Okay. And uh, 
your favorite episode with the uh, where he became a giant work. Uh, he became a sword, eh. which eh. isn't his fault. The writer's yeah. fault. That's the that's the toy's fault. That's the toy's fault. That's uh, but, the toy's fault. But the idea of that was a good th- episode th- up to that point, uh, and the concept of it that he activated it because King Arthur was like about friendship and everything like uh-huh. that. He needed his knights to like work together, which is like the only time in like. <laughs> Uh, a shonen story where like the power of friendship actually makes sense because <laughs> because you're about the guy who is in charge of everybody uh so uh yeah and um we actually did get an email no oh, did we yeah um it was from uh valerie hidden and it's it says it was from the website it says looking for free traffic for your site let me show you the five high traffic websites that will advertise your website at low cost. Oh, okay. Which uh, really speaks for to sure. me. You know, damn. Yeah, <laughs> really, thanks, thanks for the tip, bro. <laughs> it really speaks to my soul. And if you ever want to, like, email me, like, great tips like that, you can email us <laughs> at fanboy at gmail.com. Or you can contact us through the website, um, fanboyopinion. Dot com. It's actually fanboyopinion at gmail.com. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if that's what I said. Fanboyopinion.com is the website with the updates of the thing. You can follow us on Twitter at fanboy underscore opinion. And you can mention, you can see us on pod things all over. Mm-hmm. So, you uh, know, I probably would have believed that, that we can get faster internet or fast, better service on those five websites if they were like, and if you come now, we'll give you like 10 penis enlargement bills. <laughs> yes. It's like, uh, and you'll be, you might be the first hundred. And they all get $10,000. Oh, the only reason I didn't believe it is because, obviously, she's not a Nigerian prince. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. all, hey, man, this is it's 2020. Okay, almost 2021. You can't just assume somebody's gender based on <laughs> yeah. gender and nationality. You can't just, you can't just do that. <laughs> but when I saw it, I'm like, there's using real people's names for these spam emails now. Yeah, because the, the thing about that is that you nobody uses their name for like a spam account i mean like okay what i'm saying is nobody uses their name for like their actual email handle yeah unless it's some some bs like this yeah um or like some 55 60 year old person has no idea how to use the internet yes uh yeah like those names names as your email account it's only got a place for like college uh doing like college homework on the internet that's it i i use my uh on one of my emails is, is my full name. Oh, yeah. See, because I think they force you to, to to interact with the boards or whatever. No, it was just like, it was just my full, uh, my full name. But my full name is actually the exact spelling of a, com- of a, a Power Ranger character. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. My, my full name is Eric Myers, spelled exactly as the character of the Quantum Ranger from Power Rangers Time Force, Eric Myers. Okay. Huh. <laughs> So if you search my name, it comes up with a, a, a Power Ranger. Wow. So I have, like, no problem. Nobody has my exact name, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spelled exactly how I spelled it. And I spelled my last name differently than most, mostly. But it's, like, exactly. First and last name spelled exactly the same. <laughs> well, it's it's quantum. That means time. So maybe you are. Yeah. Quantum Ranger. You just uh, don't know. He was the, uh, the, yeah, the Quantum Ranger. He was the second Red Ranger in Time Force. Hmm. He had a giant, he had a giant T-Rex dinosaur. Go figure. The Quantum Rex. <laughs> Okay. Why why wasn't it just Quant T Rex, right? Well like well it was the Quantum Rex, but they shorted it to Q Rex. Q Rex. Oh. It was it was the Q Rex. Um, which is an interesting thing because like um quantum like has to do with time and Rex is actually like king mm. and the name Eric actually means eternal king. Oh. <laughs> 
So maybe they were thinking ahead. Probably not, but no, you, it just you worked know, out like that. It just worked out that way. But I could like, but yeah. So so yeah, my my actual name's the name of a Power Ranger. So um, putting my my real name in things, and I'll usually put the the my image will actually be like of the Power Ranger of the power of of uh ta- either uh the Quantum Ranger or as he was in the Japanese uh Time Fire Time Fire Yeah Okay. <laughs> I don't know which I like better. I'll have to sit and think about that. So, yeah. So I was just able to, like... So I'm able to use my real name and nobody cared. Yeah. <laughs> nobody thinks it's real. Uh, so when I'm, like, on Power Ranger message boards, I have to be careful because somebody might have actually stolen my real name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we are going to go watch Chapter 11. Solid. Disturbed Thunder. Spreading Dark Clouds. Got to have the whole name in there. No, yeah, like, do the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. We haven't watched enough of this to start throwing out nicknames. <laughs> yeah. Or titles. <laughs> and we will be back. Okay, and we are back. Okay, just let me tell you something. So this is episode 11. If I was to tell you that this is a 13-episode show, yeah. you'd believe me, wouldn't you? Yeah, like if, if, I, if, like if somebody, like we just picked up some rando and had them watch this episode and tell them there's only two more episodes left, it's like, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, this but no, like, there's 35, 36 more episodes yeah. left. Yeah, it's like it's like what what's gonna happen to continue it? <laughs> there's three times. There's over three times as many left yeah. as we've already seen. Yeah, how how is the, how does the story continue from the here? The mind just is like how what? Yeah, like how is it gonna keep up this level of tension? Like it's yeah. gonna have to like it's gonna, be finish and be like okay, let's take a let's have a joke episode and let's start over. Yeah, because it's just like yeah, episode eleven feels like. A penultimate episode, like there's one, two episodes left. Yeah, it's like it's like the ending of every single Supernatural season, yeah. where you're thinking there's no way that they're gonna have anything else after this. No, but they've already no. fought Satan. Like, what's left? Yeah, <laughs> the but, Titans. Yes, <laughs> well, no, it's just like, we're gonna go punch reality in the face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> pretty much. Um, so speaking of the show, <laughs> which is is a really good show. It's, it's good like episode. we're not like putting it off, but it's just no. it just seems like it was so so much is happening. Yeah, this episode had, like really kicked it up. Yeah. A notch. <laughs> just a little bit. Um so it starts off still with Tassel, but like it's like his own sto- like Tassel's his own story yeah. going on now. It's yeah, like Yeah, he's got his own plot now. Yeah. It's just like Like he's got his own cast of characters. <laughs> yeah. He's talking on the phone to somebody. Yeah, like it. Um, it basically the episode starts with us catching him in the middle of the conversation that he's not aware that we're a part of. Yeah, and then he notices us there, and it's like, oh, and Dude, uh, it'll be really weird and messed up. It's like all of a sudden you find out that we're actually looking through the eyes of like another character that's in the room, and it's just yeah. like, a, it's like it's like Kento's dad tied to a chair or something yeah. while Tassel and it's is like, like his, and his eyes are being forced open <laughs> while by Tassel's like, telling him the whole story honestly dude if that happened this would be my favorite show ever <laughs> yeah. I would I would make sure everybody watches it it's like no wait for the horror twist man yeah. wait you for think the twist, you're ready man. <laughs> you think you're ready and then suddenly uh yeah so he's talking on the phone and then he's just like oh there's somebody here and he like puts the phone down a little bit and he's like talking and he does the whole recap explains the show and then he's like, gets all excited about explaining what's going on, and he hangs up the phone. Yeah, on accident. And he's like, oh, yeah, he like slams the phone down. He's like, oh. <laughs> so then it goes to uh, Kento brooding, bro- brooding roof. Same, basically the same exact scene that he was brooding before. I, I yeah, I just I I think it's just like he he hasn't stopped. But it's just funny <laughs> to like look at the roof and just see there's like a red wagon there. It's just like a bunch of. I think it's just the roof. 
like it's just the play area for some kids of like a roof and apartment complex. I think it might. I think it might be the, like Toma's roof to his building. No, because we see the outside of Toma's building. Yeah, but I think that's like what other place in the real world is he going to go to just to brood? Well, he found this spot. It's it's a nice. It's spot. like a, yeah. It's in the it's in the center of like a um a residential area. Mm-hmm. So the building is like. In the same area as a bunch of, like, one- and two-story houses. Yeah. But then also, like, you see, like, huge apartment structures of, like, uh, hundreds of uh, apartments in the distance. But, yeah, so it's just him him brooding. Um, remembering— yeah, I mean, literally a copy-pasted scene of the hand being brushed through and yeah. him, him touching it. I mean, it might even be the same scene used twice. Yeah, which is um, fine because it was a okay. week. It's a week, you know, whatever. It's the same story, so screw it. Yeah. Um, so Tomo walks and, and, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, does— I mean, it's possible because of, like, the way things are. But does Kento have any other memories of his dad? Right. Because, like, his dad even says, like, you've gotten taller. So it's like maybe he didn't see his dad that often. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, if he's I busy... mean, if, if his dad was a swordsman, he could be off fighting Right. Evil. Like, how, how often does Buster see his kid? Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be the greatest dad ever, and it's like, we see him two episodes? Yeah. So it's just like... Yeah. Uh, I, I was trying to find if... Because I, I don't know. It's possible. If anybody knows, then let me know. But I think that that might be the actor's actual son. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because, like, on his... I think it was his Twitter. He had a thing talking about hanging out with his son. But it's just, like, I don't know if that was him just talking about, like, hanging yeah. out with his pretend son or hanging out with his real son. It right. was, like, a picture of him and the kid. Yeah. So I, I couldn't... It's hard to tell. Yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just, like... um, Because, I mean, there's a lot of context left out. It's not like... He, He's going to say my real son or my fake son. Yeah, because also a lot of times they're very private about like their um, their family. Yeah. Um, So Tomo walks up and um, he just says, basically, I've gotten a bit of my memory back and the swordsman that saved me 15 years ago and all that. And Kento's thinking to himself. And now what he says could mean one or two things based on who he is talking about. But he says, I'll get him to tell me what I need. So he's either talking about Toma, at which point he's manipulative, or he's talking about the old swordsman 15 years ago, a.k.a. New Caliber. Yeah, I think he's talking which about— Which is what I think he's talking about. He's talking about, basically, I'm going to force right. uh, Caliber to tell me what happened 15 years ago. Tell me what happened to my dad. Right, because basically he doesn't acknowledge anything Toma says, and then he just kind of walks off. And that's how Kento yeah. was— so, Kento's in his own world. Yeah, because at first I'm thinking he Kento's was talking about— the star about, of his own show. Right, because he's talking <laughs> to Toma. The first time that we watched it, he's talking to Toma, and I'm thinking, wow, that's such a thing to think of yourself. About this guy that's just now getting his memories back. Like, you're going to manipulate him to give you information? Like, what? Yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. He's probably talking about Caliber. Yeah. And that's why he's going after him additionally. I want to know what's up, right? Yeah. So he's like, it's like, he doesn't, but he also doesn't want to, like, tell, still doesn't want to tell Toma all the details. Yeah, for some reason. For plot reasons. Um, I think he's just, it's like, I think now it's to the point where he's just like, I've just said this like lie so much that it's like really hard to like break out of it honestly i'm feeling like maybe he did something like maybe okay maybe they were all playing together and he ran away started and left the two of them there and that's why he doesn't want to say it because otherwise like just just tell him like jesus christ he's a part of everything now just spill the bean 
Yeah. So I feel like maybe as a little kid, he ran off around the corner when they were stuck there. And so... Like, I could understand why he didn't want to say anything before. Not only for, like, the whole memory thing, yeah. but, but, like, the, the the shame of the fact that his dad was the one who did all this bad right. stuff. Yeah, but now there's, like, no reason not to unless there's some other thing. And that's why... Or it's just, like, he's in the habit of not... Of yeah. lying. So he's yeah. just, like... It's, it's either like, just stupid plot reasons or there's, like, an actual reason that's more interesting. It's probably the first, but I, I don't know. It could down. be that he, like, he, like, ran away and he's so embarrassed that he doesn't want to talk... Yeah. Yeah. Reveal the whole thing. It would be interesting, but I just feel like every time I'm thinking there might be something deeper going on. No, those emotions but, are but too he did, complex. But he does point out it's just like you know what? Maybe you were maybe maybe you were just happier not knowing. Yeah, because I think he's actually seeing like Toma get less happy. Yeah, ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Because the more Toma knows about his past, the crappier things are happening. Yeah. <laughs> Toma's. Well, that's just it. Like I said, his brooding, his brooding is now starting to infect Toma. <laughs> um. So it goes to the opening, mm-hmm. uh, it, like the perfect place for the opening. Yeah, because it's like this was the recap part. Yep, and it's like moving on to the next part. So it's like sometimes I'm thinking, okay, this is where the opening. Oh no, it's another scene. Or they'll have the opening and they'll have another scene. And like this should go, but this place was like a perfect mm-hmm. spot for the opening because like yeah, he was exiting the scene. Breath of fresh air, go on yeah. back to the back to the scene. Uh, so then it's at the bookstore. Yeah, which is the 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 the, the, the opening totally made it so that you can have like time pass. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, and now he has uh, a new hat on too. So you know he's yeah. it's a new day. Yeah. Uh, so uh, new hat, new day. Those are the rules. Yeah. Toma is practicing his brooding. Yeah. Um, and May is kind of. I think she's just looking over his manuscript or something. Yeah. But like May's just like I guess they filled May in on the whole thing, and she she's says, like, "I feel bad for Kento." Plus, we can assume that she's watching them. Yeah, because she was. I think she was at the base. She was at the base watching. Them yeah, the with uh, what's her face, the chick that Bell is what you she, called her. She, yeah, she was with Bell. Uh, her actual name is uh, Reka. Reka. Uh, Rieka, I think Rieka. it's Rieka. Rieka. Okay. Uh, what was confusing is her real name is May. <laughs> the actress's oh. name is May. So let's not call her that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like confusing when I'm like, because I was watching the credits, I'm like, is that May twice? I was like, <laughs> yeah, rewind, rewind. <laughs> so uh, her actual name, even though it hasn't been said yet, she's credited. It, she's credited in the credits as uh, Rieka. Okay, but I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it yet. For how they, it's we're gonna have to hear. Her it's name, R. Yeah. It's R E I K A. Yeah. Okay. Reika. Yeah, Reika. Um, but Bell's just easier to say until they actually start saying it. <laughs> um, so they're uh, and I just think calling her Bell because she's the Southern woman just works about bread. So uh, she's there, and then yeah, May's just like I, you know, it must be hard. Yeah, Kanto has it bad. I feel bad for him because it's like you know your dad killed yeah. a bunch of people, <laughs> and Tom was like, ah, he'll be fine. Yeah. I believe in him. And she's like, well, then why don't you look like you yeah. <laughs> why don't you act you're supposed to show on your face the things that you say right and she's like plus the four of us made a promise and he's like counting on his fingers <laughs> he's the- like he's like kent uh, me rintaro Utaru, kento, kento. Mm. who was the fourth <laughs> she she like he's, he's rips messing. his finger open <laughs> he's yeah. messing with her he's like totally she's like, i was there too and he's like yes you were you know together <laughs> so this actually reminded me of a um thing that's like it seems weird for us because I think we, as a, as like a Westerner, we're just like, what what do you care what your dad did? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's like a very different thing in like a Japanese mentality. There was a whole show. It's I think it's called Million Yen Woman, mm-hmm. and like uh, the main character in that show lives in isolation because his dad was a killer. Right. His dad like killed uh his mom the guy she was sleeping with and then accidentally had the cop that came to stop them oh accidentally yeah and so he uh like the cop came in and he had like a knife and they struggled and he killed the cop accidentally too mm. um 
and like even his dad's like i'm i'm not sad about killing your mom or the guy because like they wronged me yeah but i'm, I'm fe- i feel bad about killing this I cop feel about, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know the cop was innocent yeah <laughs> screw these two people yeah <laughs> if i could go back and change anything um so but yeah in that thing he's like in that show he like lives uh he doesn't like talk to anybody and stuff because of like what his dad did um but it's like just a different cultural thing uh well i mean i I feel like okay now we do the same thing but that's like it's limited to school like once you get out of school it doesn't matter but in school like if somebody found out your dad was a serial killer or something like that, oh yeah you'd be relentlessly picked on but like as soon as you get out of like become an adult and you could be like yeah well because once you become an adult nobody cares yeah it's like all that fake stuff goes away uh Unless you bring it up, nobody usually like. So what's your dad do? It's like, well, he minds his own business. You should try it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has this weird habit of not caring what other people are up to. <laughs> yeah. He actually, uh, he actually produces beeswax. None of your beeswax. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then it goes to the bad guys. The bad guys, and they're like, the six swordsmen have gathered. And, like, they're and excited it, about yeah, it. Yeah, Zeus was like, oh, we get to start now? We finally get to do this? And we're like, okay, of course, now we get to see that they were waiting for something. Yeah. This is awesome. Th- there was a reason why they weren't going full bore. Yeah. It wasn't just Caliber with something. It was the other three also. Yeah. And um, uh, uh, story, is, story is just like. Uh, Legoleo is like. Already in motion. He's already and, doing and it. And he's, like, motivated because he lost last time. Yeah, his pride was hurt. And so then and we see him standing on a rooftop. Uh, uh basically hyped up and he's just like now is the time to start and then a bunch of goblins show up six of them six of them six goblins and incidentally the number six yeah it's important and he's like go and then they all like jump off the roof and are going to three of them have staffs kind of i really like the design of these uh mikido they're like mistress mistress uh miss not mischievous mischievous goblins yeah the 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 suit's really cool and i I like the staffs because they're like uh Kanabo, but two sided. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. like the Spike Club. Yeah, um, there's probably a name for those. Yeah, but when it's a staff. Yeah, yeah. So they uh, they're going off, and then it goes to the northern base, mm-hmm. and just May and uh, Toma I just love in. the fact because like people are coming coming in and out of the north base all the time, and I just love the fact that all of them just have to like take one more step to go through Toma's store to like yeah. go to the city. You know, I, I honestly, if I could do one thing, like if I had to. Uh, like if I could make one wish for this show is to have like cops or something investigating why just randomly people are getting killed by these monsters and portals are open up and it's tracked back to Thomas place and there'll be detectives out there casing it to see what people are doing and then all out of sun nowhere because I mean they're, they're watching it they're staking it out for like seventy two hours somebody just walks out of the building and they're like who the hell is that guy yeah because you know <laughs> that like there's other doors that go to that place because you know that like uh. Bell came from someplace else. She didn't go through Thomas' bookstore to get there. Yeah, like so, like nobody they know nobody's in the building, and then suddenly like three people walk out as if it was a clown car. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, whoa, 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 hey, 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 hey. did you see any of you come out the back? No, uh, it was just like yeah. Uh, it would just be like a joke thing. It'd be like gin or something. Yeah, from, like double. Just yeah, be exactly. Like, not a real cop or whatever. Yeah. But, like a real cop, but like not actual like a serious cop. Not, yeah, not a uh uh. Not a what's his name from Kuga Ichijo. Not an Ichijo, but yeah. like a gin kind yeah. of guy. It's yeah. just like what the two different, spi- completely different detectives spilling his coffee all over the place and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, because obviously that would just bog the story down with a useless subplot. But that that would just be comic every yeah. single time too. Yeah, especially if they go in the building and they're trying to like they're poking around at doors and stuff, yeah. and they're like in the bathroom, like huh, nothing here. Yeah, and then like right as they walk out, somebody walks out with them. <laughs> so um uh. 
Rintaro and Kento are having a fight. Yeah, Rintaro is basically up in Kento's face, like, look, if uh, if you're it, not going to... You can't just go out there. And he's just like, I'm going to go find Calibre. Yeah. I'm going to fix this. It's and like you have a responsibility as a swordsman to keep cool. And he's like, no, I'm a, I'm a human first and a swordsman second. And he's like, uh, you know, that's not how it works. If you're going to act with your emotions and let it cloud your judgment, then you should just give up your sword right away. And then Kento's like, I'll give up my sword after I finish this crap. Right. And Daishinji, Daishinji's like, stop. Yeah. He just yells really loud, stop. And he's just like, I. And he walks, and he out. walks out and just outside the door, hate fighting. Yeah, and then runs like, out. He, he's like about to cry. <laughs> Which makes you think that like, you know how he says like, my personality doesn't change. I don't think it actually forces it to change. Mm-hmm. I think he just changes it willingly. Yeah, I think he's just uh, <laughs> like he has he, he he is that in himself, but yeah. he's just like he just needs. It's like a comfort when yeah. he has uh rock uh uh bohemian rock uh, whatever. Yeah, he gets hyped up. He gets hyped up, and then like, but like, there's parts of that where like he has that hyper energy, like stop and stuff like that. I think that's just like yeah, it's like creeping out, but he doesn't have the. Uh, He's not like covered in armor. Yeah, and, so yeah. so I I think it's not forcing his personality to change. I think he's willingly changing his personality right. when he ener- gets energized by it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And plus, I mean, well, we'll see it later in the episode. But yeah, uh, yeah. So basically, Daishinji exits the scene, and Rintaro and and Kento wrap up basically what we we're saying, which is Rintaro is confronting him with like, "Hey, man, you're being a baby." And Kento's like, well, you just don't get it. Yeah. And walks off. Yeah. And so, then Rintaro follows him. And then, like, it's just the two of them there. Like, ah, hey. What, um. <laughs> yeah, what do we do now? So, basically, for Toma, he's just, like, the the new family that I've built has, like, fallen apart. Yeah. Of- like, on one hand, um, like, he understands and he believes in Kento. But it's, like, at the same time, he knows what he's doing is not necessarily healthy. So, he's just kind of being yeah, so if, a third party so that's not interesting. So, what everybody agrees on what the end goal is, yeah. is just Kento almost wants to do it himself because mm. he thinks he kind of needs to. He doesn't he doesn't think of him he doesn't think that the others should be parts of it. Yeah. And that's like that's been his thing like the whole time. Yeah. That he's uh and it's kind of like, you know, his character as we've seen it from the start, he's kind of been a loner the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's been the Batman. Yeah. Um uh this is this is just, this is just, uh Batman. He's yeah. just Batman. Batman. But and, and and some people might say, "Oh, but he's like whiny." I'm like, "Well, that's just Batman." Batman. <laughs> it's like so you're saying Batman. And so you're saying Batman just uh, uh so there it seems like May might be about to bring up something but then the book goes off yeah. right and she's like oh the book goes off yeah. <laughs> because there's all the goblins are in town like opening up all these books and then it's, I think it shows them opening all the books it does which makes me realize like how talented these suit actors are to be able to open this book with like those gloved hands that have yeah. like huge and, they, claws. and they're always opening them different too based on the creature yeah like this one they're like wrapping their uh, fingers around and opening them one handed yeah kind of to be while they're still doing these weird movements and yeah and so there's six of them and they open up six books all across the town ta- uh, i think it's supposed to be tokyo it's just like yeah generic japanese generic giants, town g- generic giant g- japanese metropolis yeah so toma runs out and may's about to follow him but sophia comes down the stairs and says hey can you watch after this well it's like the monsters and toma's like i'm gonna go check it out and may's like i'll come too and then sophia's like hey i want you to uh keep something in uh, uh like look after something mm-hmm. and she's like what and she like hands her this key and then and she just walks out. And she's like, I'll leave this place to you. And just walks out. And this is like the whole thing of like, basically, Sophia's just making May do her job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's being groomed. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. They're so. like, because ever since she came in, she's like, you have a part to play. You know, you should keep that book. <laughs> 
you know. See, see and deep inside, <laughs> Sophie's like, yes. Replacement. It's like, it has to be like a woman and no other woman comes into the space. <laughs> and she's just like, sucks. <laughs> Another dude. Like, God, why? <laughs> I want a chick to handle this job. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like I don't know. The the, the best uh, example I have on the top of my head is like from Adventure Time, but I know you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So there's no point in bringing it up. But well, yeah, it's just like if you just had more women, you could trade the role every now and then. Yeah. Everyone else get to stretch their legs. You don't have to do it all. The, you know, like there was for that, eternity. Uh, there was the show. It was like it was like uh, basically what would happen if like one guy like ended up with every trope. Like so, he he was a zombie, and uh, like a death god lived with him, and then um, he ran into this like magical girl, mm. and the magical girl like had to like it was like a soul reaper thing where he she had to like pass her powers on, mm. but it was still magical girl powers, so he had to like battle with like a chainsaw in like a short dress. No, oh. <laughs> and he's just, just like he was just super embarrassed to like battle because he had to dress and drag to it he's just like why am you I gotta dressing? own it man just own it um so uh yeah so yeah. may's stuck there going why is it always me being left behind and then it, it switches to the goblins basically but, murdering but I, people what i love is that she dramatically falls yeah like uh, <laughs> she like swoons yeah kind of like, like a pratfall why am I always by, by myself like she's got all the energy drained from yeah. her but uh, yeah, so these goblins i think are murdering people i mean we'll see if they can come back yeah, so if this is uh if this was like Nine. If this was between uh, 2000 and 2010, I would say definitely. Yeah. Uh, I think they're not. Yeah, see, I'm feeling like once the goblins are destroyed, the people will come back. But yeah. what they're doing is they're walking up. They're, like, touching their forehead, and then they turn into, like, blood splats on the ground. Yeah. The, what makes me think that they're not dead is because at one point a guy's briefcase also turns into the— Yeah, like, because it's like— The they, blood shadow. They become, like, a two-dimensional picture that's, like, painted on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it reminded me of. It was like a blood shadow. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, which, if this had been an American show, they never would have been able to make it red. No. They would have made it like green or yeah. orange or something like that to be obvious that it's people being turned into things. But it's right. just like, maybe they're dead, maybe they're not. Who knows? Yeah. It's like, you, <laughs> this is, I feel like this is something that uh, Common Rider 71 could totally do if it had the digital effects. Oh, yeah. They yeah. would be they're like foam, they're, sure. They'd be dead. They'd yeah. be blood. Everybody would be a blood shadow. <laughs> I mean, 71 was turning them into paper skeletons. It was yeah. just like... <laughs> so then we get to see Kenzin. Yes, Ren finally shows up. I was actually going to say, if, if um, the start of this episode, when we were doing the, pre, uh, the pre-recording part, when uh, there was a time when I was thinking about bringing Kenzin up and making like a little bet on when we're going to see him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, like if we don't see him this episode, let's put a bet in to see if we're going to see it like next episode or in two episodes. I would be or like, did he did he catch COVID? Because uh, yeah. he hasn't been in there for a while. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, um, but I figured if I had brought that up pre, we would have saw in the the opening credits whether he. Yeah, and we credited. saw that he was. In the yeah. Opening credits. So he shows up and he's all um he's like oh crap but then he's still kind of he's still he's still Ken and yeah. still Ren so he's like stoked to fight yeah and he's like I'm gonna kick your butt and he transforms yeah whips out Sour Toby and starts uh, fighting one of the goblins yeah and then uh it cuts to Rio who's like right outside one of the um the places and he's just like his book portal is opening he's about ready to go in. And, and then disaster shows up. Disaster shows up. I don't know if you caught it, but like there's just some people who were like video recording. Yeah, they're like checking because this guy with this huge sword is like in front of a portal waiting to walk yeah. through it. I think we've, we've, we've it's been established that you can't. It just like erases. After yeah, the book it's is. like you're basically recording dead space. Yeah, yeah, as soon as the book is like 
uh, beaten. He goes back. So, yeah, he's about ready to go in, and the disaster shows up. Um, you know, it's just like, oh, you remember all these cool people? Yeah. <laughs> and he's and like, hey, I don't have time for you. And he's like, oh, come on. Come and on. Like, we go then. way back. <laughs> and they start fighting. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes to what I think is kind of a funny scene, but it, like, totally shows the two of them, like, uh, it's 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 uh, Kentaro and Ren, but there's like this funny funny part of about uh, the Kentaro and Kento, Rintaro and Kento, Rintaro and Kento about the fact that they're like they're not like they didn't grow up normal. No, <laughs> and so it's no. like Kento's like walking off, and Rintaro's just keeping the exact same distance from him. Yeah, and then whenever he stops, he stops, and he just and so then the, Kento like runs, and then Rintaro runs, and then he stops and forces Rintaro to like, and it was like a victory. Yeah, because like, he made him change the distance between them, and then he's like, "Hey, what are you following me for?" And he's like, "Well, I'm making sure that you don't do something stupid, basically." Yes, and he's like, "Uh, you know, you you don't understand my situation. You don't know what it's like to have your dad betray you." And he's like, "Of course not. I have no parents." So and basically, at this, at this moment, I'm I'm just thinking of that meme. Of like the of like the diss guy and it just like the one guy gets like dissed and he like falls back into the crowd. You yeah, know, you remember that? Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, basically battle of the Batmans here. Who's the most Batman of the two of them? It's like they're verbally slapping each other. Yeah, it's, it's like, like oh, oh, it's, oh, your dad betrayed you. At least you have a dad. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> fight, Batman fight. Uh, so yeah, basically, so he's it's like I have no family. I'm an orphan, and so like which I, which explains the whole thing of like um his master, why he was so uh, important about his master. Yeah, he's like I have no family. This place is my family. Yeah, these people they raised know, me. Yeah. that's why I took this sacred oath to, and I'm taking this so seriously. And he's like, well, that ain't me. <laughs> well, no, yeah. Basically, he says he's like, well, yeah, that's your story. Yeah, it's not my story. That's not my story. That ain't which, me. Ca- which ain't me. Which uh, is kind of a. Uh, it's like a jerk thing to say, but also straight up true. Yeah, it's, it's like, like well, it's like it's like yeah, that's your life. My yeah. life is different. You can't tell me how to live my life based on your life. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so. It's like when you've been me, you can tell me what to do. Yeah, so Rintar doesn't really have anything to say to that because <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess it isn't your life, but um, <laughs> um so he starts to walk off. That is, Kento starts to walk okay. off, and then we get the phone, which we forgot was Gatring. 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 In case you haven't seen the show, that's literally what the phone says yeah. in this ringtone. Gatring. I think the Gat-ring. last time we saw it was episode two? Uh, no, because we did see, I think we saw it when, because uh, we saw that Kento had one. Okay, yeah, that's right. I think it was like three or four. Or yeah, very early. Yeah. It's been long enough that we forgot about it entirely. Yeah, it was but just like it was, it's one of those things that you laugh about every time you hear. It's, uh, it's Belle or Reika is on the other side of the phone like, hey, she's talking to Kento. Yeah. She says, if you want to find Caliber, I know where he is. And you can see Caliber in the background of her conversation. Yes. If, if ever there was a question about whether or not she was evil. Yeah. She's now it's evil for sure. or she like... Uh, she's not, she's not fully on the up and up. No, she's, she's she might not be straight. Shifty. She might, yeah, she might not be straight evil, but she's definitely not straight up like on their side. Yeah. She's, she's got something going on. Cause it's like, oh, you just happen to be by, it, it, I don't feel like anybody's this stupid it, except for plot reasons. It's like, oh, huh, that's cool. How, what a coincidence. Well, if <laughs> she is the Southern Sophia, uh-huh. Sophia just knows things too. Yeah. So I mean, that's just. I mean, they do live in a magical world of like maybe you scryed it. Who knows? Let's go. Right. <laughs> it's like on one, I mean, it's on weird that hand... she actually walks there. Right. <laughs> that's actually the weird part is that she physically is there. Like in this world, she'd be like, I just talk yeah. to the dead spirits yeah. and like open the magic books exactly. and like know where everybody is. <laughs> I mean, the the only reason that we're like even slightly thinking she might not be evil is because she's so obviously evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so like all black 
Yeah. She's like, every time she enters a room, she's like looking around as if it's just, oh, how quaint. Yeah. You she's know? not, she's not scared of like anything or worried, acts worried about anything. She has like, she has, she definitely has ulterior motives. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, caliber, uh, it's caliber and they're under an overpass. Yeah. And then Sophia shows up. And I don't know if you noticed, but there was a river there. Yeah. There uh, was a river and there's raining. It's it, raining. I think it's raining really hard. Yeah. It's a, it's actually, there's so much rain that I think it's not even rain. I think they just have like a water machine up on top. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of rain. Yeah. It's like a waterfall coming down the sides. Um, so I, th- this location is, I've seen this location dozens of times in these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, those fights I've talked to you about of punching, the, a few of them have happened in that room. I believe it, yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, then Sophia's there also. Yeah, she's like basically asking Caliber. She, she, okay, she's there. I don't think she asked right away because uh, at some point you see them both standing there and then it switches to a scene of the goblins killing stuff and Toma showing up and switching to Brave Dragon to fight yeah. them. At which point it comes back to them and she says something along the lines of, so you were reborn as the Dark Swordsman. So what's interesting here, as I think I've talked to it before, she calls him by his name. She doesn't call him. She doesn't call him Saber because that's yeah. what he used to be. Doesn't call him Caliber though it is now. Right. She calls him by his name. Yeah, Daichi or something like yeah. that. Uh, so yeah, he talks. She's like, so I didn't expect you to be reborn as the Dark. Yeah. Now that kind of, that could be in a little rebirth or it just could be in like this is kind of what I was talking about earlier about the context being important. Yeah. Because it's like. Either she's just talking about him changing who he is to be this person, or literally he died before and now he's back. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it could be either one because it's a magic show. And the thing about if this it, was just like a drama set in the real world. It would be obviously like, oh, you just rebranded yourself, right? <laughs> but this is like this is magic story. He could literally be reborn. Yeah, and the reason why I'm kind of hoping it's the second thing um, is that. I pointed out that in his flashbacks, he's gray everywhere. Yeah, like oh, he's yeah. clearly an old man, whereas now he looks younger. So I feel like it'd be more interesting if he was reborn, kind of. I hope he's not. Cause yeah. I, I hope it's just like straight up he chose this. Yeah, it's just like, why, why are I you not I so don't gray? want it to be like he was forced to be dark. I like I like the concept of like— No, no, no. Um, I, I want it to be like he, he chose to be reborn as no. the swordsman of, of darkness. But, but like if he was reborn like physically, that always like leaves a little— Oh, yeah, little, I guess that makes sense. Like, thing of oh, like, it's not just him. The poor guy is just getting manipulated y- now yeah, by the darkness. Yeah, when he was reborn, it, he got twisted. Fair or, enough. Yeah. Um, and it's probably just, you know, when he was casted for the role and they were doing the first episode, they're like, hey, you know what? Let's. I think uh, it was just dirty. Yeah, let's. Uh... <laughs> yeah, oh, he's <laughs> dirty with white. Like the bubbles are popping everywhere. I think it was just like. Chemicals in his I hair. I think he just had like soot in his hair that made him look dirty. <laughs> like, oh, no. Let's go with that. Um, he just forgot his hair club for men's stuff at yeah, home. So, uh, so like they're talking back and forth and basic and she's and he tells her that she hasn't changed. And he, she is like trying to tell him that like you haven't changed, and he's like, "No, I've changed." Yeah, I've changed a whole bunch. It's like, she's what the like, hell? She, Look she, at me. She, she's like, "Your pride," and he just says like, "Hey, I saw the truth." Yeah, back up off. And that's when Kento shows up. <laughs> that's when Kento shows up. And Rintaro. And, and totally uh, gets the like, way wrong idea. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, but he's like, "Oh, so you've been conspiring together this whole time to set my dad up?" Yeah, because like, I mean, he just found out that like. Uh, you know, the guy who was supposed to be the guy who betrayed him, who was supposed to be his dad, is not his dad. So it's just like, maybe my dad didn't betray anybody. Yeah. And, and like, if that's the case, then people have been lying to me for 15 yeah. years. And <laughs> Sophia is like, oh, the spotter. <laughs> She's like, dude, this is a misunderstanding. I'm like, And Rintaro's and, like, hey, no, there's no way this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just and, use your and brain. And Kento's just 
he's angry. So he's too, yeah, it's too late. It, it, it yeah, he's just angry. So uh, he he looks to he looks at Caliber and says, "I'm gonna." Well, he's he's it's uh it's not he's not transformed yet. But no, the, the, he's it's like he's like I'm just gonna like basically I'm just gonna work him over and then he'll tell me the truth. And he's and Caliber responds with, "I've got nothing to say to you." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so they transform. Yeah. And I, I want to point out also that like when Saber transformed when he's fighting the Goblin, they both are only using one book. Yeah, uh, for this whole episode actually, like even when Rintaro changes, they're just using their base forms. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he transforms into his base form. Mighty bold of him to assume that he can take on Caliber with just one book. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get points for having balls, but not not brains. So they're fighting, and then it also goes back uh, to forth. This is a funny scene with Toma because this whole fight that Toma's having is like a comic, the comedy fight. I think to like kind of relieve a little bit of the seriousness that's yeah. been happening. But so he's fighting this goblin and the goblin's got the staff and he's really good at using it because he's using both ends and he's kicking him and stuff. And he's like, he hits him in the stomach, hits him in the stomach, hits him in the stomach. And Thomas gets beat up. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, whoa, whoa, time out, time out, time out. Stop, 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 stop. stop. And the guy and hits him again. He's like, hey, so the goblin, the goblin like stops for a second and is like, mm-hmm, scratching his head and then like kicks him in the stomach and he's like, oh. No, I said stop. stop. I said, stop. <laughs> He's like on the ground, like in the fetal position. And the goblin's about to whack him again. And I think Slash shows up, right? Yeah, yeah Slash. Slash shows up and stops him and then like kicks him away and then gives him his second book. Yeah, he's like, here, take Bremen uh, to to finish the fight quickly. At yeah. which point Zeus shows up saying, oh, he, Swordsman of Sound, You're, I'll be your opponent. Now, at first I'm just like, oh, they're just like this. But like then you realize that like there's a plan going on. There here. is a plan. It all makes sense. Yeah, it was a plan. It's just like, well, I don't want you to be helping Saber win this fight because we got stuff going on. Yeah, so he wants to occupy uh, He wants to occupy Slash so that way Toma fights the goblin. Yeah, so it's like actually pretty cool. Yes. Um. So then it goes back to the fight at the river, and he's just like, he's like, tell me what happened. And he's just like, ask your dad. Yeah. And he's, and he's just like, then where is he? Yeah. <laughs> you know, which is exactly what you should say, because he's just like, dude, I thought you were him for 15 years. Yeah, like, where the heck is he? <laughs> and he's just like, and he's like, this whole fight is just basically Caliber just knocking Toma, uh, Kento down and like working him. And he's just like, uh, he's like, where is he? I cut him down. Yeah. That's what you do to traitors. He's like, then what are you? And right. Like, I'm the seeker of the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So at, at some point in the middle of this, Rintaro tries to step in and help Espada, yeah. but Espada's just like, nah, I ain't having it. Yeah. And yeah. so he basically forces Rintaro to stay out of the fight. Yeah. Because this is his thing. Yeah. So that's important because uh, it probably would have been a totally different scenario for Rintaro and Espada. Like if Espada and Blades were actually working together to fight Caliber. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, no, before, at least before the transformation. No, even before, because remember all three of them in their three forms were equal footing with Caliber before. Um, uh, Caliber isn't like going all out. He's basically just toying with Kento. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Like, he's like, he wants him to know that but he th- killed his dad. This is an interesting thing. He's like, yeah, I killed your dad and I because that's what you do to traitors. And he's like, well, you're a traitor. He's, he's like, like, no, I'm no, not. I'm I am the, the seeker truth. of eternal truth. And he's just like, and I love this. This is what every character should say in all these shows where Espada is just like, quit talking in riddles. Yeah. <laughs> just say what you mean. Yeah, he's like, and basically, I'm just going to kill you. So he does this triple transformation. He goes full combo. And uh, I'm not going to hold anything back. And he's like, oh, so you're not going to hold anything back? Then I won't either. And transforms into Chow Dragon. He, like, the first thing he does is he touches this massive book to his blade and Quote it's called book yeah tyrant lead i guess is the name of the 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 learning slash for yeah this. the learning slash and so the interesting thing about this book 
is that I now I understand why they're so thick. They're basically pop up books. Yeah, like it, it makes so much sense now that I've seen one open. Yeah, so you're like when the when Toma uses the one that he has like working on, it's going to open up to something else. Yeah, too. because basically it makes this big pop up book belt buckle. Yes. Um, so it and it causes like, a four year transformation. Which uh, <laughs> four year transformation? Yeah. So when you look porn. at like. So they designed uh, Caliber's belt with this book in mind. Yes. Because uh, his book kind of looked off-center. Yes. But when this book is fully open, it kind of looks like just a normal belt. Yeah, belt. it actually it actually fits perfect. So, so uh, this was always the end result. Yeah. So, yeah, it's this incredibly long thing. It's very... Uh, Parts of it are ominous and parts of it are not. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, okay, I feel like if they cut out the parts that aren't, it would have been extremely, like, sick, scary opening thing yeah, for, like, so a bad it, guy. It talks about, like, multiple dragons and then, like, eternal darkness and all this so stuff. So basically, keep the parts with the bass narrator and the dude doing the growly metal voice and take out the parts with the guy doing the uh, typical swordsman voice. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When they're like... Lion Sankey. <laughs> yeah. Take those parts out because it's not cool for the bad guy to have it in the middle of this growly, dark voice, and the narrator actually. Yeah, there's some death metal parts yeah. of it, and, and then the 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 you know the scary overtone music of like whoo, darkness building. And he goes into uh, like not not the library, but like a dark space where it's like similar thing where it shows because it's a new form transformation. Yes. Yeah, so it's like a totally different. It's not the library. It's like a yeah, just the void kind of. Darkness and shadow. So then he comes out, and then they're like, then it's just like it's even a bigger difference in strength. Yeah, he's just he's just whooping them. Yeah, he's whooping them big time. Like basically, he's just using he's using uh, a spotted to like warm up. And this is <laughs> this is one of my favorite attacks in the whole show. Like every episode so far, he knocks a spotted down. The spot is trying to le- get up by like leaning. You know, he's like doing a sit up essentially, and he yeah. comes over and he grabs his face and just slams him into the ground again, <laughs> and then like golf clubs him yes i like get out of here like he just the part where he just grabs his head and slams it back to the ground like no no, no i didn't say you can get up <laughs> yeah so think I, got, I, I have a move to do on the ground stay there <laughs> and during all this like sophia's watching and then some dust comes up and, and she she's attacked dis- basically kind of we think maybe. Oh, she's just gone yeah she's, she's ta- gone she's taken because it used the camera angle is she's got her back turned and it's like coming up on her real fast she turns around to see whatever it is and then there's nothing but dust there yeah. And if that's not obviously the woman attacking her, I don't know what is. Because she was there, if you think yeah. about the camera angles, when she was talking to Kento on the phone, she was behind that pillar. Maybe, maybe not. I'm oh. pretty sure. Uh, so, but I think Sophia knew something was going to happen to her. That's why she gave the key to May. Yeah, because it goes to May, who is kind of just sitting there and she's like, on the ground with the like, key in her key? hand. Key to a hidden treasure? Yeah, and she gets <laughs> really, like, super, super, like, comically excited and starts running around the building. Trying to, try, basically trying to find a place where this key goes. Yeah. And, and she, so she's literally just poking it into the walls. Yeah, it's, it's like, not a key that even enters a keyhole. She, it opens, like, she touches a book. No, so what happens is, is she's trying to, like, put it in. And she accidentally presses in one of the books. Oh, okay. That's what it was. And, like, that's how you, like, activate things in the library. She would, like, press in right, the books. Right, right. So she's just, like, poking it into the wall trying to, like, open it, whatever. And yeah, she I accidentally presses one of the books. And that, like, startles her. She falls down the stairs. And it turns out she's, like, a gymnast. And catches herself, She yeah. lands perfectly fine. And it's, like, she's activated the... um the the uh screen the viewfinder yeah, so she or whatever. can see the fight between kento the and viewing Caliber. globe yeah <laughs> so she can see kento fighting uh, so, so we go basically sp- so that she is informed 
of everything that happens so that she can either inform Tomo or whatever, or she can uh, know what's going to happen later. Yeah. So our next scene is Toma fighting the goblin again. Yep. And so there some slashes here and there. He puts on Bremen. Yeah. And um, looks goofy as heck, but that's okay. So this oh, is where we know because- for sure that it's not the the key itself, or it's not the book itself that makes you hyperactive. Yeah. Because Toma does not get the, yeah. the same sort of hype that Slash gets. Yeah. That's his um, thing. Yeah, so because of uh, Bremen is like four chunks on an arm. Yeah. They're all different because it's the four animals from the yeah. musicians of Bremen. Um, so he... Uh, he like activates his final page maneuver and he does like the cool slash and nothing happens. Yeah, like he slashes up in the air and there's like no sound or no and, animation. And, like, and the, so goblin, the goblin's like, he's like, like black trying and to defend like, himself and he's like, wait a minute. And then uh, for uh, yeah, one by one, the animals drop from the sky on top of his head. It's like the cow, dog, cat, chicken. It's a donkey. Oh, is it a donkey? It's a donkey, a cat, a dog, and a chicken. Yeah, so it goes donkey, and then it, so he gets the, hit, and then he gets hit by the dog landing, and then the cat landing, then the rooster landing. And, and then the dragon. And then the dragon. <laughs> Which is like, we, we talked about before how weird the dragon looks at the opening theme because it's like CGI dragons uh-huh. and then like the robotic mech dragon that yeah. is Thomas. It looks even weirder when it's sort yeah. of cartoons, yeah, <laughs> like Looney Tunes cartoons outlines. Because yes. he did this before when he did the uh, pigs. the three pigs, yeah. So it's kind of like that's just how Thomas sees things, yes. Um, and then but the dragon, this is CGI like transformer looking thing, just drops down and it it's like holding him down and then it hands him that they did a slash and it kills him. Yeah, so he runs in and slashes him. Boosh. At he, which point, it, what does he say? He says la la. Mm. He's like, la, la, and he slashes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, it blows up. Zeus, okay, so his sword starts to shine, and Zeus is like, ah, yes. So he blows up the guy, and uh, he, uh, Thomas' sword starts to li- shine, and Zeus says, gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. At which point it immediately switches over to Ren, finishing off the goblin. His goblin. And his sword, sword starts to shine. Yes. And Legil, like. Legiel. Yeah, Legiel, thank you, is like, ah, uh, yes, the... the so Legiel is, like, on the rooftop way away, so he's able to see all six of the books open. Yes. And he's like, ah, uh, yes. The wind and flame gate are open. Door, yeah. Door, the, yeah. The door, the door to wind and flame are, are open. Yeah. And, like, red and green start shooting out of those yeah. things. And creating, like, uh, circles in the sky yeah. with, like, little nipples on them. And uh, then it comes to, uh, just shows... Uh, uh, Daishinshi and Tomit being launched out of their out of the uh the book area. Yeah. And like they've been dehensions. De- de- so like the reason why Zeus was fighting uh Slash was so that Slash didn't interfere with yes. Tomo winning. Yeah, so he, they wanted so him to win. We so. find out the plan this whole time was use the goblins they want them destroyed to trap their sword or something like they opening these Gates doors that otherwise stuff. Yeah. And, and like they needed to wait till all six of them are because there's six goblins and they need six gates so yeah like, so they this whole time they needed slash to come back to the fight and that's why they were like t- slowly ramping raising up, yeah the, ramping the power because they and, wanted the swordsmen to start coming out of the woodwork so it's like a, yeah. it's like a good it thing it all makes sense and then it makes sense like then when they're like when they fully go on there's just like like an army of them just going out and they're just like <laughs> yeah they've, they've captured half the city in books right you know <laughs> so um the next scene we get is uh buster and disaster fighting mm-hmm. and uh buster sees these you know beams shoot up into the sky yeah. and create these sort of uh energy circles i don't yeah. know <laughs> they're like they're like gates in the sky yeah and so he's you know and when i say gates to... i'm talking about stargates the only true gates. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he's like ready to is like I, I really don't have time to play with you and and Zass is like look this is the last time that we may be able to play so let's yeah. just enjoy it and he like slashes a, a blast and then leaves and yeah. so it, basically his job is done he slowed Buster down because I imagine Buster was gonna jump to one of those locations yeah. and kind of mess things up I I think I'm not sure I can't prove it yet but it might be. They might have to have the swordsman be in a specific spot. It might not just be open up any book in any area. Maybe. But there's no way of telling. Yeah. All we do know is that for some reason, Zeus didn't want this goblin to be destroyed by Slash. Yeah. But there is also a possibility that disaster is like doing stuff, messing up their plan. Yeah. He, can, he could always have been a third party. Because right? like we know that disaster is his own thing. Mm-hmm. It could be that disaster didn't want... Uh, the Buster to, to go in there yeah. and like activate that gate. Yeah, it could be that he he wants to prolong the fighting between the two of them so that way there's always yeah. fighting, right? Like he or wants to be a part of the action. Disaster is Kento's dad. Dun dun dun. You know, it's also possible. And he's just been like turned into a monster, mm-hmm. but he's like still t- fighting back because that would be the reason why he's like been enchained. Yeah, I mean, because they they went out of their way. To show him being unchained. Yeah. So like it was a specific scene that makes him seem like he's more important to yeah. the overall story, and we're just not getting anything he's, from it. He, I'm thinking he's. I mean, not, that's not a. Like no. I'm just because there's just there's only so many characters. Yeah, there's show. only so many. Um, and this one's been it's an unused, obviously more important than other yeah. Megiddo. He could he could be like they trapped him in disaster. Yeah. Um. In uh, it was in one of the Sentai shows. I forgot which one. Uh, it was the, one of the dinosaur ones. It turned out that the um, one of the main lieutenant bad guys was actually a sentient suit of armor mm. that has been controlling what ended up turning into the sixth ranger the whole time. Oh. Since like ancient times for like hundreds of years. This oh. like a guy who had been basically imprisoned and controlled by the sentient suit of armor. So they had to like break him out and then the suit of armor like took over another person so that the guy could have like a final fight against him and stuff like that. Right. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool with that. So it could be something like that because we've already seen that like disaster is not like the other Megiddo. No, he's very different. He's not only like consciousness wise, but he is like also different than the uh, the three other guys. Yeah. See, the the interesting thing about this is that there's really no reason to unchain him. So what? Why did they? They must have known he was going to do something. Well, it was Caliber did it, and Caliber isn't on the same page yeah. sometimes. Yeah. You see, my point mm-hmm. is like, who, who knows what. His grand plan is versus their grand plan because they, if they, we, we can tell that they have at least different, similar goals, but different. Yeah. So they, they're probably both trying to jockey. Which it for also position. makes me think more likely that he might be Kento's dad because, uh-huh. uh, Caliber was the Caliber one. is the one that had it. Yeah. So yeah. Caliber is like doing the whole thing. Anyways. Um, so, uh, goes to, goes to the river and, uh, they use their finishing moves at each other. Yeah. The final attacks that clash. And, uh, this is where we see that Caliber's final attack is like, he like, He's like, what's more powerful than a dragon? A dozen dragons. Yeah, more dragons. <laughs> more dragons. <laughs> so basically, he has a bunch of like dragons that hold on to Cal- uh, a spot so that he, and then a, like a big dragon hits him and it locks him back, and he's yeah. like forced him dehensions. Yeah, because it's specifically this dragon is like a, the tyrant dragon or something yeah. like that. In the transformation, there's like a million things said. I think at one point somebody mentions there's a tyrant dragon. Well, that's uh, I think that's which usually means king dragon like Bahamut, you know. I think. Joel is supposed to be something like tyrant or whatever. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so it makes sense that there are dragons, dragon underlings for this big dragon. Yeah, is what I'm saying. It makes sense. It, the flavor is nice. Yeah, but um, uh, ten, Kento dehensions. Yes, and he's, he's he's all beat up, and he's just like, well, okay, well, I'm just going to. He's he says he says, well, 
your I acknowledge your determination. Vision. You're an amateur swordsman, though. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> when, when, when do you say that when you're like, well, yeah, next to you, who's probably an expert swordsman 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, uh, you know, A for effort, kid, but you're still useless. So I'm going to kill you yeah, now. Uh, so I'm just going to go send you to meet your dad yeah. real quick here. Um, <laughs> Try to help him out. Yeah. You're looking for your pops. I'm going to send him to you real quick. Uh, he goes to do like a finishing move attack. And then Rintaro for the save. Yeah, Rintaro jumps in. I don't know why he didn't jump in with the sword. I feel like he could do block with the sword, not your shoulder. Uh, Either way. I think it probably would have. It wasn't going to matter regardless. <laughs> yeah. I think it would have been really interesting if he like broke the sword. Doing I, don't it. Think, I think they're trying to make sure that the swords don't break. He yeah. tries to... I love it that like even after getting... Yeah, his, he like, gets hit. He tries to swing like, at him. And... <laughs> Then he dehensions and spits up a like a bunch of blood. Yeah, it just like and falls <laughs> over. It falls over. Kentaro or Kento comes over and it's, it's like, like no, Rintaro. And Rintaro's like, I guess I'm not a good swordsman either because I acted on my emotions. Yeah, and he's like, basically, he gives him this speech, which is essentially it's not really a speech; it's more like last words. Yeah. Where he's like, you know, we're not just friends; we're family. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like this is like an anti-weeb moment mm -hmm. because he says Nakama mm -hmm. and he says that family is more important than Nakama, which mm -hmm. is like an anti-weeb mentality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, no, Nakama is more important than family. Nothing's <laughs> more important than Nakama. <laughs> and if you Sasuke, <laughs> you beep and beep and <laughs> Nakama. And if you get that, you've probably watched a, a fan sub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Yep. So, um. So Caliber's just like back turn. Ah, you could finish these guys off, but whatever. Yeah, he's he walks away. He's like the world's gonna end anyways. Yeah, and he just walks away. <laughs> yep, he's like damn, I did what I came to do. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, then it's a tassel, mm -hmm. and like it's funny how tassel becomes more interesting every time we see him. Yeah, because now he's doing the evil voice, but not the dark background. And he's just like, he's just like, he's talking about Jaw Dragon. He's just like, oh. And then he's like, then there's like a knock at his door. Yeah, there's like a knock. And he's just like, oh, they're here. And then he gets up and you're like, you know, I really want to find out what's happening. But I really want to know who's talking to Tassel. Yeah. but I almost want to know that more than what's going on with Jaw Dragon. Right. <laughs> uh, but the other thing, I don't know if you noticed, is on his end table, there's two books now. Yeah. Because before it was like he was reading just the one story. Yeah. And now there's two. It's like, but it's like the, it's like a pop-up book type thing. It's the yeah. pop-up book that he opens up at the start to do the recap. Yeah. So yeah, now there's two of them there. And so it's just like, it's funny how I'm like more interested in almost in what's going on with Tassel's story than yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm like, yeah, the, the common writer story, that'll pan out. I know yeah. that'll be, but like, especially at the start when he's talking on the phone, like he had a different voice when he was uh on the phone, not addressing you. Then he like, suddenly he was like, he gets more high pitched when he's yeah. doing the intro. My name is Tassel. Yeah. You know? So it's just always like, just like, hmm. yeah, and then, okay, so this happens, and then that happens. And, oh, <laughs> back to Storyland. <laughs> so, yeah, and then uh, the preview show is more of, like, uh, uh, Kento, like, I think getting snapped out, he needed, he needed like, the sacrifice for yep. him to, like, snap out. Yep. Because Taro is paying the price you of You know, his. in real life, it, can't, it there are times where, like, a revelation is used to you walking down the street, and you're like, you know what? I should get my life together. Yeah. And then you do. Yeah. But that's boring for a show. It really is. <laughs> so yeah. somebody almost dying in front of you, then you like. Yeah. Somebody has to get hit by a car. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> go barely survive a gunshot to the head. Yeah. You know, that's that's like more drama. But because it, it's like, you know, it's never and it's also never like somebody in a show. It's never somebody like, you know, what? you should get your life together. And you're like, no, I'm right. Ah, damn it. You're, why do you always write? I guess I should. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. That's not that's that's boring. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this like I think um, if this like actually works out how you how you would think, where it's like him like 
getting to become more part of the team and like part of the family when he realizes that he already was type of thing. I think it'll work out good. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and then the, tr- the preview shows that it's him fighting Caliber again. And it would be cool if he used one of Rentaro's books. Yeah. Uh, but uh, also, you know, like they have to do with deal with all of the 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 gates and yeah, for sure, everything else, and, and the, the and the bad guys still need them to open for more. Yes. Um. So, what was your suck? Okay, so I have one suck and three sugoi's, but the one suck is a love hate bittersweet thing, which is tied in with my sugoi. Okay. So I'll, I'll give it all at once. Basically, the transformation for uh Jaffa. caliber, yeah. yeah, way too friggin' long. However. The parts that were cool were really, really freaking cool. So <laughs> yeah, every time you're just like, okay, so the front transmit. Oh no, transformation's still going. Oh yeah, yeah it's seriously, still, it's still going. It's still go- like it went from okay, like the, you get this narration part outside of the whatever the library would be, and then that happens twice, and then it goes in the library, and that happens like three times, and then it goes out of the library with two times. I say library because I don't know what other yeah the space, the, the transformation, transformation space. space. Uh, so. Uh, if you didn't watch the show, literally Caliber's transformation is longer than some fights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's long, man. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to, like, get this toy just like, oh, I'm just going to put this on song. Yeah. Just open it up, just let it go for, like, a week. Because I can only imagine, like, if, the, if there's kids out there that are actually using these to, like, play fight, and uh, <laughs> one of them whips that thing out, and they're all, like, waiting, and they're waiting, and they're waiting. Oh, <laughs> time for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, let's just fight already. So that's and really that's the only suck I have for the episode. Um, if I had to go for a suck, I would go that like um, so like I did like the uh the like the balance of like the humor and the non humor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it I know it's kind of like like Tomo was barely in this episode. Yeah, yeah. like I understand that, but it's like it's supposed to be Common Rider Saber, right? Uh, which I'm not saying is like a suck, but like especially with like we. We got all this stuff about him remembering and all this stuff. And he's yeah. just like, and he also, it set up the start where it's just like, oh, that was also like the the foreshadowing in, in this was that May and Tomo were going to help Kento. Yeah. And then it's like, no, afraid of, that Rintaro is going to help Kento. Yeah. You're like, well, what was that all that? Was that all that foreshadowing? That's before? all for the next episode. This is clearly I mean, a it might be, but it's like, it's like, it seems like it's like that. that's what the, the first couple of scenes were setting up. Yeah. And then it's just like, and then after the first couple of they got one scene with Kento the entire episode. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, I don't know. It's like it was good comedy fights. I don't know if it was like too much for this episode. No, I was fine with it because they balanced. It wasn't like. But all yeah, the I de- was fine with it. It was back and forth. Um, But it was just like, yeah, they, they like set up this thing of like foreshadowing. And it was just like, oh, no, it's yeah. Rintaro. Like I would have been like I would have been annoyed if. They ended the fight with Kento before they opened the portals. Like if they if they had just switched that and they ended with a comedy fight, then I wouldn't have liked it. But the fact that they saved, they did the comedy right before the serious. Like now you got to wait a week. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, it, it was uh, you know worked out for me. So yeah, that that was my negative. It was like they were like, the yeah they didn't play out the that Toma was going to have anything to do with yeah. this. Like why even mention that you had your memories and all that? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Save that for the next episode. episode. Yeah. There could have been like. There could have been like an actual fight. You could have had an actual argument between Rento and Kento where they like put more thought into their their sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. Because you could just the only thing it was like you just heard the end of it, but like there also wasn't much build up to that from the previous episode. Right. It was kind of like they're at odds now. Yeah. Yeah. So um like and it could have been they they were they were fighting they could have been fighting back and forth for an hour before you showed up there, but you didn't yeah. get that. 
So that would have been my suck. It's just the 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 it, the forcing of having to get um, Toma in there, mm-hmm. but then not having him in there. Right. You're like have it one or the other. Have Toma f- fix everything, or don't have uh, him. Yeah. D- yeah. Or don't leave this ha- plot thread to Rintaro. Y- yeah. <laughs> it's like you just kind of yeah. Like he dipped his toe in the pool and is like, eh, never mind. I'm telling you, okay. We'll swim tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so what's your segoy? Okay, so I have two more segoys. Um, I feel like one of them is going to be shared between the two of us. So I'll let you say yours before I say that one. But as far as like major segoys, Rintaro this episode for sure. Like, um, there's a few reasons. The one is, um. So you, seemingly he seems like he seems like a hypocrite for being this like you need to use your head and all that stuff, especially with that one episode where he gets wrecked and yeah. then gets his triple. But the difference is he was put on the spot. That was emotions on the spot. Like Zuos says, oh, the water swordsman. Now, you know, OK, oh, this is the guy that killed him. Now I got to destroy him. Then he goes and trains and then he's a calm, cool swordsman on the next fight with the power. Well, I, th- I think it is just like whereas he Kento, knows what he's supposed to be, but sometimes he still goes. Yeah, sure. But Kento is purposely putting himself in that emotional state. Yeah. He's saying, okay, so you're not on the spot. You have time to think about this and plan this, be the swordsman, and then deal with the problem, not just be an an irrational, like, emotional person that's just going to act on emotion. So he's trying to give him some help. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I see your side of it. Like, I don't have your exact life up to this point, you know? And so at the end, he basically acts on emotion to save his friend and then tells me you're not my friend, you're my family, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, do something with this, right? Yeah. And it was just, basically, he was the boss this episode, man. Yeah. Total badass. So I don't think, it's kind of like a joke thing, but it's like Sugoi also. It is a, a Rentaro thing, but my uh, my Sugoi is uh, Rentaro returning to his natural state of injured. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'm just like, this is how he lives his life, man. This, this poor is, guy. This is how he do- does it, him. He he's right up there with uh, Fuwa. Fuwa. They both wear blue, man. Yeah, the secondary riders. They both wear blue. The baseline of constant injury. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's where he does his best work. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's not he's not as in the right frame of mind unless he's like like, suffering from. I I don't know how to behave and act. What's wrong? I'm not in pain right now. I don't. I can't be good. Yeah. Unless I'm in pain. But like some people, they, they just can't go out and get into a brawl without having like one or two drinks first, you know. <laughs> He's just like, I can't I can't like save the day unless I'm injured. Right. <laughs> so that's my that's my segoy is, is Rintaro getting to his natural state of injury. Right. And then and the one that I think is a shared segoy is that how how seeing the grand plan unsucks like most of the sucks of the previous yes, episodes. It's, it's, uh, like makes sense. Like where it's just like before we were just like, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the kids show part of it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, they, they had a plan. Yeah. So a Segoy so good that it removes previous sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh, no, they had a plan. They knew yeah. what they were doing. It's nice. Yeah. It's like, it was like once you see it, it made so much sense. It's like, oh, they couldn't just destroy them. They need them yeah. to do something. Yeah. We don't know what it is, but we know that they need them for something. Yeah. it's not They're not just wasting their time for no reason. Yeah. They were like uh, building up. It was so satisfying. This yeah, episode so, was very satisfying. Uh, despite my favorite character maybe be dead. Yeah, he's not dead. I doubt it. He's, a bit. He's, he's just. He's just. Um. He's just mostly dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all of his powers. He becomes wheelchair bound. He's the. He's the disabled common rider now. He can only trans. He can only fight when he's transformed. He can only stand when he's transformed. Oh yeah. So I can see it. Yeah, he's gonna pull a caliber and always be transformed. Um. 
So, yeah, so uh so now we have to like I think this this episode is the first time I'm willingly just going to be like secede the first spot. Yeah. So it'll be uh Rintaro first. Rintaro first and then just because of everything that's happened all over the time, I put Toma second. Yes. Um and then uh Buster. I actually kind of want to bump Slash. I would put Slash right below Buster. Yeah. We agree. Uh, and then uh Kenton and Kento just because of like being a jerk. Yeah. Um like and uh like he's <laughs> it's a funny thing. So he's last in the rating for being exactly what he should be as a yeah. character. Yeah. Like Yeah. The thing but that's is, a good thing. Yeah. You need so, like, the thing is, is, like, as I'm seeing his character grow, it's not just, like, this is the character to show, like, what you shouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really, he's, like, yeah. He's, he's just the, making he's, everybody else shine. He's the warning. Yeah. This is what happens when you're not doing, like, you're not living like a swordsman. You're yeah. You're, too emotional. You're seeing what the non, you know. Tomo's the inexperienced one. Rintaro's like the straight by the book, which has its worst. Yeah, things it, the, you can't just be by the book. You gotta. You, you need. You need. Uh, Toma is like the middle ground, but like Rintaro's like just by the book, and then to, again, to, uh, Kendo is just like just like just follow your emotions. Right. The three of them make the perfect team because you got the straight laced guy that knows everything, but isn't using. He's not using any emotion, and he's not uh, like using his imagination to solve problems. Yeah. Then you got the guy using too much emotion. Uh, he's, he's not. The, he's the hothead. He's the wrath. Right, and then you got the guy that's. He's new. He's fresh. He brings new things to the table. He and does out like, of the box. Like, he's like blending it all together, and then, yeah. Then the other three are just like, they're they're the well, yeah, because they're the they're the swordsmen that are already established. Kind of Ren's kind of the weird one. So it's like the three of them are like, uh, the interchangeable fourth wheel to like balance it out based on what they need the story to be. Yeah. yeah. So it's like when they need like. Uh, somebody to be about certain like, yeah we need we, the grizzled veteran we bring in buster yeah like we need, we need the, the, the the young uh uh strong force that's just like energetic and gung-ho mm-hmm. we need we need we need the leroy jenkins we yeah. bring in kenzen yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's the perfect and like if you look at it those three are like the uh the the basis of the difference it's like buster is almost the is almost the the Rintaro analogy. Yes. And then Kenzen is the Kento analogy. And like they. And that makes sense because he follows Kento around a lot. Yeah. And then uh, Slash is the one who's like balances them out. Yeah. Because he's both. Yeah. Not because he's a he's a mix in between. It's because he switches back and forth between the two of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which is, uh, you know, Toma is very flexible. He'll yeah. he's uh, he's emotional when he needs to be emotional. He's uh, he's uh, analytical. collected. He's and analytical, analytical when he needs, needs to. to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's shaping up to be pretty good, especially with the next episode, which is coming right saber episode eleven, uh, episode 12, twelve, chapter twelve, the promise in that place. And so this will probably like explain why, um, uh, uh, he's like so big on promises mm-hmm. without even really noticing, right? And so I think also, also there was a moment when he transformed with Bremen, then he got another flash of memory, yeah. And so what I think it is, I would have to go back and, like, watch it, is that he gets a new flash of memory every time he transforms with a different book. I've been thinking that myself. So yeah. he might need just, like, an extra one or two books to, like, get the full picture. Yeah. So it's, like, whenever he gets a new, f- a fresh take of uh, energy. Because, like, when he transforms with uh, Brave Dragon, nothing happens anymore because he's, like, got that flash. Yeah, he used it. When he picked it up the first time is when he got yeah. the first flash. Yeah. So uh, I think 12, maybe... 12 or 13, they got to be, like, tying something up and moving on to, like, a second arc. Right. They've got to be. There's no question. Because, uh, like, after this point, it, how can you keep this story going? 
like without any drastic change or like a shift in who's the bad guy yeah. or who was being manipulated or this was the plan all along. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but we just got her. This is the plan all along bit. So the question is, who's the actual major player here? Is it Storios? Is it this new girl and whoever she works for? Or is she the main thing? Right? Like is Sophia and Caliber really the ones that were running it? We don't know. Tassel? Tassel? <laughs> the ultimate evil He's that is the final arc. <laughs> um, so another thing that happened in this story that was unique. So they have the splash between com- in a commercial break is a book. Yeah. But they threw an extra splash in there yeah. that wasn't a commercial break. It was like Hoshin no Engi or something yeah, like it was that. A, which I, is, I have no idea what that was. It wasn't even in the show. I don't remember what the translation was, but that is definitely the name of a manga. <laughs> uh, Hoshin Kamen Engi? Something like that. Yeah. I know. Th- I remember the Hoshin and the Engi part, it and was, it was like a weird white red book, something. Yeah. Uh, like, um, I wasn't really looking at it because it, it came out of nowhere. Okay, so the um the Japanese name of Hoshin Engi, without the common, is a manga also known as Soul Hunter. Soul Hunter. Thank you. Yes. Um. Yeah, because that, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Uh. But then there's this Hoshin, uh, yeah, Hoshin uh, Kamen Engi. No, Hoshin Kamen Engi, Birth of the Mask Gods, is based on the investigation of uh, investigation of gods, a 16th century Chinese novel hmm. written by the Ming Dynasty. So it's like a it's like an actual thing. Yeah, it's an actual thing. It's like a white book that like it's a it's a third page book. It's a it's a storybook. It's a third line. Um, yeah. So, but I they just didn't have it anywhere. I mean, they yeah they they are, they're probably releasing books that aren't even in the thing. They it might have been in like the supplemental. Oh, that's right, because we don't have access to that yet. Not all of it, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So the next, yeah, the next story is the promised one, chapter twelve, and yeah, it looks like they're they're uh, really like, yeah, it's it's, up. it's definitely going forward at a like this, but the show never not, slowed down. It's not that, a breakneck pace, but man, yeah, it's been steady. I mean, it's a breakneck pace because we're taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> um, like when we the first because we watch it twice. Any episode that we both haven't seen. When we're watching the shows that I've already seen once, we just watch it once, and that's fine because I already know what's happening. And yeah, so if I get lost or mixed up, I can be set straight. But if yeah. neither of them know what's going on, then basically we want to watch it twice to to you know solidify the yeah, series wa- of events. And uh, we watch it once, taking notes, and then once just watching it. Yeah. And when we're just watching it, it so doesn't actually feel like it's going that quick. No. I mean, a lot feels like it's happening, but it feels like it's just the pace of a show. Yeah. So. Uh, it's trying to process all the n- new information with hidden meanings and what could this mean? What could that mean? What did I not like about that particularly? It's like when uh, how you've made it a whole lot harder now that you do the timestamps with uh, uh-huh. Kuga. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, so the that will be our next episode. And uh, any other thoughts? I mean, I don't know. There's just so much going on. Yeah. It's like we could probably have a whole other episode just being like, well, what if about this and what about uh, it's that? It's a good show. Like, I wasn't sure about what, like we said, we weren't sure about it when we first started. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely on the fence episode one. It's like, (laughs) and like even episode two and stuff like that. But then you're just like, okay, dude, I love these characters. Like one week. You're telling me I have to wait a week for the next episode. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. It's revolting. He just spit a whole mouthful of blood. You can't make me wait a week. I'm flying to Japan, breaking into Bandai Studios and stealing the script. And then yeah, just finding to, somebody to translate it for me. Yeah, just trying to figure out what this flip book means. The scribbles. <laughs> yes. Uh, so hopefully we will see you there. Oh, yeah.